Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. We're holding, in Perkeavot, we're holding Perik Dalad Mishnah Tet, 4-9. And we're going to learn today a teaching of Rabbi Yonatan. Yonatan teaches something, I think it's a very important idea, regardless of where you are in the spectrum of wealth. Very, very significant idea. He says like this. Now this, this is a very interesting thing. I find sometimes people say, I know it's important to learn Torah, but Parnasa, I'm busy. I don't have time. I don't have energy. I don't have mental space. So listen to what he says. There's three ways that Kati explains this. We're going to explain the mission in three different ways, but all of them beautiful ideas. Rabbi Yonatan Omer, Rabbi Yonatan says as follows, Anybody that fulfills the Torah, he learns Torah, he keeps the Torah. Me'oni, oni is lashon ani, aniut, when he's, when he's impoverished. He keeps the Torah even though he's poor. And let's learn like the first shot. He keeps the Torah even though he's poor, meaning... He has all the worries and tirdot and in his head thinking about how am I going to make parnasa? He can't pay his bills, but he makes sure to set aside hours to learn Torah nonetheless. So Rav Yonatan says, such a person, he's such a powerful person, in the end, he'll fulfill the Torah with wealth. So Rav Yonatan says, step number one, anybody that keeps the Torah, even if he's suffering from poverty, he says, he says, you know, even though I'm, I'm poor and my mind is full of worries about Parnassah, I'm still going to keep the Torah. And the simple pshat, we're going to learn the simple pshat is, Sofo me osher means, Hashem will make him wealthy. Hashem will say, you know what, you were able to keep the Torah even when you were poor and you had all kinds of worries on your head. I'll make sure you'll keep the Torah, but, but with wealth. I'll make sure you're wealthy and you'll keep the Torah in that way. That's number one. Now let's go the other way. Now listen to this. Let's say you have a guy, businessman, successful, money flowing in, flowing out, busy guy, and he says, I'm too busy. I don't have time for shalom, but I don't have time for learning. I don't have time for keeping Torah. So he's mevatel Torah me'osher. Because of his wealth, he's mevatel Torah. He doesn't keep the Torah. So folevatla me'oni. Says Rabbi Yonatan, what's going to happen is Hashem will say, okay, you don't have time because of your wealth, your business, etc. In the end, <laughs> I'll take away your wealth. You're going to be mevatel the Torah me'oni. Means what's going to happen is you're going to lose your wealth. And then you won't have your excuse, which is, I couldn't keep the Torah because of my wealth. Now you're going to make Torah. Now that's a simple pshat in the Mishnah. So let's say it again. The simple pshat in the Mishnah is if a person is struggling in Parnassah, he's poor. And he says, you know, even though I'm struggling, I have worries on my head with Parnassah and Tirdot and all kinds of things bothering me, but I'm still Kovei I still make time for learning Torah like I'm supposed to. So Hashem says, you're Torah Me'oni, you're fulfilling the Torah even though you're poor, I'm going to make sure that you're able to fulfill the Torah with wealth. It means HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to say, I'll give you wealth so that you could fulfill the Torah with an easier capacity, with calm, with a calm mind. But the opposite is also true, says Rabbi Yonatan. If you're not fulfilling the Torah because your excuse is, I'm so busy, 
with all my wealth, because you're very wealthy. So Hashem will say, you're mevatel Torah with wealth. I'll make you mevatel Torah when you're poor. No, not mevatel Torah. That's what he says. Sofor levatla me'oni. Right. You could say the chidush. But Rabbi Yonatan says, sofor levatla me'oni. That's the one shot in the Mishnah, a simple shot. The Farshim come along and they say, wait a second, I don't understand. They say the problem with that shot is we find many wealthy people that are not Mikhaim et Torah and they don't lose their wealth. You find uh, Rishayim even, you find wicked people that they're very wealthy, they're very successful, and there's no Sofo Levatla Me'oni. These guys, you know, familial wealth, etc., they're doing well for themselves. And you find the opposite. You find people that are that really dedicate themselves to learning. Similar, but the point is here, they're not so full of kaimame osha. You find wealth, people that are tzadikim, tamidei chachamim, and they die poor. So to learn the simple pshat in the Mishnah, it's like a guarantee. Hashem's going to say, you know, you kept it when you were poor, so I'll make sure you keep it when you're wealthy. It's a little bit difficult because in mitziyot, in reality, so you could say olam haba, you could say such an idea. But the, so the Mepharshim say two other ideas we could say in the Mishnah. So I'll tell you one idea they say, is, which I think also is a beautiful idea. Sometimes you see a guy, it's a, it's a very interesting thing. Whatever we don't have, we always assume we want. It's, it's always like that. The guy's poor. He doesn't have much going on in terms of Parnassah. So he's able to learn. Right? He's, he makes time to learn Torah. So somebody might say, ah, that's because you don't have any, uh, you don't have any business. If you had business, you wouldn't be yeah, learning. So Rabbi Yonatan says, no. Somebody that keeps Torah me'oni, meaning even though he's struggling and in his head he's busy and he's thinking about stocks and he's thinking about money going in and real estate, v'chulei, so Hashem says, osher, meaning I say about such a person, even if he was wealthy, Hashem says, sofo, it's a, if you the sofo means I, I guarantee it, it's as if it's assumed he would keep the Torah even if he was wealthy. And it goes the other way too. The other way goes too is, Anybody that's mevatel Torah because of his wealth. So somebody might say, yeah, it's only because of his wealth, but if he didn't have wealth, he'd be able to... No. If he doesn't have... He, oh, if he doesn't... Hold on. If he doesn't have the significance of Torah study, it doesn't make a difference if he's wealthy or he's poor. There's no excuses. It doesn't work that way. But the other way we're explaining the Mishnah is like this. Somebody might utilize their financial status, whether that's poverty or wealth, as an excuse why I'm not learning Torah. But had it been differently, I would or I wouldn't learn Torah. The answer is, if you value Torah study, you value keeping the Torah, regardless if you're poor, regardless if you're wealthy, you'll make the time. You're not going to learn all day. You have to make parnasa, you have to work, you have to support your family. You'll make time to learn Torah. Never an excuse. And therefore, if you're mevatel Torah when you're poor, when you're wealthy, that implies about the other stat, state, status that you would also be in, there would be no other excuse. You find this all the time. I don't have time. I have this going on, that going on, v'chulei. You have time for what's important in life. You have time. You have time for things. You make time. We make time for what's important in life. Again, it doesn't mean we study Torah all day. We have to do parnasah. to take care of our family. <laughs> right. We have to take care of our families, we have to take care of our health, etc. But at the end of the day, we make time for what's important. So to say, I'm fulfilling Torah because I'm poor, but if I had money, I wouldn't. No, if you really fulfill Torah properly, you show you value, what the Torah represents, you would do the same thing if, if you were wealthy, and vice versa. If you're mevatel Torah because of your wealth, you can't say, oh, if I didn't have wealth, I would, I would fulfill, no. You're not valuing Torah as you're supposed to, 
And such a person, even if he didn't have wealth, would also be Mevatel Torah. What do you want to say, Yosef? I think that <coughs> the Pshat is more like... You like the Pshat more, yeah. yeah. The only problem with the Pshat is that we know people that die... Then you know, I agree. Yeah, I hear. Number two, the one that don't have money, he might, he might be very happy, more happy than the one that have money. Well, happy, but we're talking about in the ability to learn Torah. That's what we're focusing on here. Happy, you know, that's a vague terminology. I mean, that's vague. And happy, why? What? Meaning, we're talking about in your ability to learn Torah, okay, study Torah. I'm saying the poor guy yeah. that is learning Torah, and then, we, and then you say, but how come he's poor and he didn't do it? For you and your eyes, he's poor. And his eyes is not oh, poor. Beautiful. So that's the third shot. Excellent. Yosef, and his beautiful. eyes is very happy. Beautiful, Yosef. He learned Torah and he good. Amazing. And your eyes look and so Yosef just, what to eat. Yosef but was, that doesn't mean he's poor. Yosef is alluding to the third pshat in the Mishnah. The third pshat in the Mishnah of Yonatan, they explain, what does it mean? Meaning, he's fulfilling the Torah and he's poor, but it fulfills the words of Ben Zoma. Ben Zoma teaches us earlier, Mishnah Aleph, What is a, a rich person? He's happy with his wealth, with his lot. So the means to say is, I might look at this guy and say, how could he do it? He must be so stressed out, etc. When he's learning Torah with such a seriousness, for him he's wealthy. Meaning for such a person, he's wealthy so that stress doesn't get to him. Meaning to say, it's a difficult thing and it's a high level, but it means to say, he doesn't, ah, he doesn't have the money coming in, his bills are stressed out. Sameach b'chelko. He's, he's happy, happy with his lot and he's able to maintain his lifestyle and learn Torah despite all of that. He's Sameach b'chelko. So he's Ashir, he's a wealthy person. Such a person won't have this difficulty. And by the way, it goes the other way too. They don't explain this, but it goes the other way too. You could have somebody with tons of money, tons of money, but he's the poorest guy in the world. And he's not Sameach b'chelko. Meaning, he just wants more because he recognizes he doesn't have anything. And such a person will, will have far more stress and far more of an inability to concentrate and focus. That's such a, that's really the opposite. And in, for him, it's much more hard, much more difficult. You to don't know how true it is because I was yeah. there, you know, I have money and everything, but all day long, busy, 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 busy. Today, I don't have a lot of money. Very happy with this, you know. <laughs> Very happy with this, you know. Before, unless I have some caviar and this and that, I don't go for it. <laughs> I hear you. It's a very big yourself. So we're saying three ideas, basically. One idea is somebody fulfills the Torah when he's poor. Hashem says, I'll make sure you'll be wealthy. And vice versa. It goes both ways. Second idea we're saying is, Hashem says, if you're fulfilling Torah and you're poor, I guarantee you would fulfill Torah if you're wealthy. Meaning, I, I, I'm telling you, you value Torah to such a degree, I know that that's what you would do. Third idea is, it means you're not really poor because you'll fulfill Torah in such a way you're so for you you'll have the ability then the the calmness of mind because you're happy with your lot to fulfill the Torah like it's meant to be done three ideas we say in Rabbi Yonatan here we'll stop here we'll pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Yud everyone have a wonderful day